Simply Savage, Episode 2, Show Us Your Bennies. Welcome to Simply Savage, a podcast about keeping Savage Worlds fast, furious, and fun. I'm Ron Blessing. And I'm Christian Serrano. And today, we're talking about Bennies and all the wonderful things about them. You mean like people that visit the Jersey Shore that don't belong there? No. And whatever you do, don't look that up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> or do you mean like the stuff that you get at work, um, like your company pays for your Bennies? No, although I wish my company would pay me. <laughs> <laughs> to play Savage Worlds, and that's not the case. No, we're talking about those awesome little fun things that you get during your, uh, or at the beginning of your game session when you play Savage Worlds, and also during. Or if you're a GM, you only get them once, and then you're screwed after that. So, so one of the yeah. complaints I often hear leveled at Savage Worlds is like all the gear that you need to play the game, right? That's a you've complaint? Your, I love that to stuff. To some people, yeah, totally. Oh. Like you've got the cards, you've got the bennies. You know, you've got any tokens you want to use. You've got minis. You've got maps and all that other stuff. Dude, I spend way too um, much time shopping for that kind of stuff. I don't understand why people are complaining about it. Anyway, go ahead. I hear you. I hear you. But I love the opportunities for theme mm -hmm. um, that you that you get when you do that. And we'll talk about that a little bit. But first, let's answer the question: How many bennies do you like to have for a typical table? Um, meaning like in your stockpile, how right. many do you, I, I like to have about 40. That's good. That's an interesting question too, because I, I, I struggle with that sometimes depending on, uh, I think it also depends on how many players you have too, right? On the table because you can easily run out, right? Yeah. And, which is why 40, I've always felt pretty good about. Right. Um, just to have, I'm thinking, supply. yeah, like these days my table is, is, you know, five players typically, but I've had those days where I've had eight players mm -hmm. or very rarely I, I've ran a game with, you know, 12 players. Right. So more and more. But um, but typically I, I like to have about 40 in general, and I think that'll cover me for most games. Um, I think Savage Worlds plays best with like three to six players. Right. Yeah. So um, so I always feel like I'm pretty comfortable there. That said, I have blown through my bennies if a particularly talented group, you know, kept on pulling those bennies. See, now, so, so I have two questions, and actually a question and a point, so to speak. Uh, sure. The question is, uh, in, in Deadlands, you have a specific ratio of, um, of fate chips. Right. Yep. And and you know similarly with my Eberron adaptation, right. And so one of the things I struggled with is when I started really growing in size and the number of players at my table, I was mm -hmm. like, do I double this and then just let that pool just be twice as big with the same exact ratios, or you know? So how how do you handle? You've played a lot of Deadlands, so how did you handle that? I always incremented out based on the number of players. Okay. So. um if I have 25 for a, you know, a typical four-player game, uh, for a six-player game, I'm going to have 37, 38 bennies. Okay. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> to give you a, an, an example. Right. Um, now, that said, if you want to lean less toward, like, the kind of cool, quirky silliness of Deadlands, right. and you want to um, lean a little bit more on the horrific part of it, Okay. The pool is the pool. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you in, know, in a small in a smallish group, like the the 3 to 6 average size group, mm -hmm. right? 
uh, I've had, I've had one, no, two times that I can recall where I ran out of Benny's to give out. Yeah. And, uh, and pretty much my reaction was you guys have all the Benny's. You don't need any more. Suck it up. <laughs> you know, and, I, and I think that's a completely fair, yeah. you know, attitude, especially in a setting like Deadlands. Right. Right. Um, and you know what? If you want there to be more Bennies in the pot, earn some legend ships, sucker. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, so, so that's another way to look at it. So you, you mentioned earlier about themes, right? Themed Bennies. Yeah. Because, you know, we have uh, all that. Obviously, um, Pinnacle comes out with Bennies for their settings these days. Yeah. But before that, before, you know, Pinnacle had those specific Bennies, there's been a lot of... Um, GMs and players that have gone out there and really done some cool things for their settings. Right. Tell me. Right. Tell me your favorite uh, that I've seen. Actually, t- just today. Um, not necessarily my favorite. My favorite is obviously the prophecy shards with Ebron. Yes. You know. So the thing you did is your favorite thing. That's yeah, awesome, no. dude. But uh, but a really see people cool are going to get to know who you really are, Christian. You pretend you're like really nice and humble and all that stuff, but you're like, you know what idea I like best? Mine. Well, no. So, so what I like about this, and and, and what I've seen from other things um, about themed bennies, is that one I feel like it brings the setting to the table, to the physical right. table. So that's kind of yep. cool. So, so speaking of the the other one I saw today was um, Scott Disenvowel. Um, I'm drawing a blank on his last name now. I, oh. Let's just call him Scott W. Scott W. That's right, Scott W. That's all I know him as. Anyway, um, <laughs> he uh, he showed his uh, the 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 accessories he's going to use for his next campaign, which is sort of a, um, Dracula hunting spy. It's like Dracula dossier plus agents of oblivion. Right. And the bennies he's using are bloody. I kind of want to play that. Yeah. looks really cool. Actually. He he wrote it up and and explained the whole thing, but the bennies he's using are, um, bloodied fangs. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I I saw those. I was like, where did you get those? (laughs) And um, so that was one. Another one I, I saw that was really cool. It was for a horror game, for a Halloween horror game that somebody was doing, uh, I think, last year for Halloween. And they had fake, uh, like, I guess they, he got them from a dental shop or something. I'm not quite sure where. But they were fake teeth. And oh, that's cool. It was so creepy and so cool at the same time. So I think my favorite came from uh, when I was uh, living up in Denver at one of the uh, cons. I can't remember whether, whether it was Genghis Khan or Tacticon. There's a guy whose name I can't remember, so I'm going to look like a jerk, but I'll say it anyway, um, who ran a uh, Savage Fallout game. And he actually had um, soda caps yes. made yeah. up um, to match the brands that are in the game. Yeah. And then weathered them himself. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So they looked like they were, you know, in the apocalypse. Yeah. And those were his bennies for the game. And yeah. to me, that total win right there. Totally wins. That's awesome. Um, for 50 Fathoms, I, I did some uh, go to blooms in a chest for the bennies. Right. Um, yeah. You know, got stuff like that. That that, yeah. that kind of stuff is, is pretty obvious. But having them themed, just like the card decks, that's just another way to to kind of theme out your game. I think we should do an entire show at some point on theming. Yes. So let's move on. Yeah, yeah, we should. Um it's pretty clear in the core rules how to spend bennies. Right. Um do you do anything interesting um with the way you let your players 
spend them? In a mechanical sense, yes. Um, I've, I have some edges where I allow them to spend bennies in certain ways to, to activate certain abilities. Right. Okay. Um, or, or to take an additional action. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, things like that. So, that, and they're, and they're loosely based on the the feats, the corresponding feats from the Eberron campaign setting. So it's like action surge, and action boost. And so when you spend a Benny, you you know you can. Oh, so one is like you spend a Benny and you can um, to re-roll and you get to roll a D8 for your wild die, and then wow. instead of a D6 uh, when you re-roll. The other is you get to spend a Benny and you get to take one additional action uh, that does not have any kind of multi-action penalty, but all other actions for that turn still suffer a penalty as normal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. See, now, I don't do anything like that's tied mechanically to edges or powers or any of that stuff, but what I do is um, I will take a page from some different games, like you can um, spend a Benny to do something to the scene, like to make it true. Like, hey, I know that cop over there spent a right, penny. Right, right, right. Sort of like a fake kind of a thing, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Or, or uh, but I was doing this before I played Fate. So, I mean, I think other GMs are out there doing that. Sure, yeah. So you use it as a currency for, for um, story manipulation. Sure, no, totally. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think that's a, a great way uh, to allow people to spend them. But I, I hadn't really thought much about doing mechanical uh mechanically tied ones so that's really neat yeah it's kind of tricky to do them because you know you don't want anything that's going to end up shifting the balance of the game too much well now that now that shaken is easier to get out of i could see that being a much more viable option for a player right right you know so so that that raises another question that you know we talked about um you know how many in the pool and you know if you award so many because we're talking about different ways to to award them or we'll get that we'll get to that in a second actually um do you think there's any concern with saturating the pool like saturating or, or i guess devaluing bennies because there's too many in the in the in the game uh, i have to sadly answer that with an it depends okay i think if you're running a con game or you know at a at a game store, um, I don't think there's really any such thing as too many bennies. Yeah, it's it's a short term, um, right? It's yeah. it's it's that kind of a thing. And then for your home game, I think it depends on how much your players spend bennies, right? And I think it depends on the mood and theme of your game. Okay, I could see that. Right, so, so if you're doing a horror or or gritty, you don't want the bennies flowing too much. Uh, right. I mean, right. if I'm running Daring Tales of Adventure, you know, that whole 16 adventures from um, AAA's games, mm-hmm. which are excellent, by the way, go out and get those. If I'm running that, there's really no such thing as too many bennies. In fact, he has additional ways in there to give bennies, and let's talk about those. Yeah, yeah. Um, one one is uh, whenever they finish a combat, at the end of the combat, they get a benny. Right. I remember that. You know, that yeah. that kind of a thing. And this is actually in the uh, these, these are actually written in the free right uh, genre downloads that you can get from the, Triple the free, games. Exactly. Yeah. Another one is if you've got a bad guy that has to escape, uh-huh. then everybody gets a Benny. And that's actually done in Mutants and Masterminds with hero points as well. So it takes the like sting out a little bit. Takes a little bit of the sting out if that guy's going to get away. He's got to yeah. spend a Benny. So, um, so now, is that is that a, is that a, the GM spends a Benny or, or, or I believe the, the GM has to spend the Benny, but I do it the hero, uh, the mutants and masterminds way where everybody gets a Benny. Okay, 
Cool. Because I've inconvenienced you. I have taken your agency away. So here's a Benny. Right. Right. Uh, you know, for purposes of plot. And then uh, the the uh, the other end of that though is let's say you're playing Realms of Cthulhu. Is it possible to get out too many bennies in that game? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. You know, absolutely. I mean, um, regardless of which um, levers you're using in Realms of Cthulhu, whether it's you know the pulp action versus the totally I'm going to screw your mind and and hurt you and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter. It's a horror game. And I think in a horror game that's to be taken even remotely seriously, then you, you I think it needs to be a little bit of a, a more painful process to get Benny's. I agree. I agree. So if, if you even get any, right? Well, no, I say you should get them because you, you still, you know, let's talk about how you get Benny's or why you typically get Benny's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the game master section in Savage Worlds typically says, Somewhere between one and three bennies per player right. should should be right. given out. Yeah, I think they their, say you know, if it if it's like exceptional role playing, two to three. Normally, right. one to two. But on average, one to two. So I say yeah. somewhere between one and three. Yeah, you're supposed to give them out based on people's hindrances, and I explain it to people this way: if your hindrance makes the adventure harder for you, that is when you have earned a penny in any Savage Worlds setting right. that is that's what you need to do yeah or if you do something particularly clever that doesn't break the table right um that that sort of thing um but you have some some great additions to giving out pennies yeah so in, in my group um I, I always feel like when i'm running a game I've, I've just got a lot of things i'm trying to keep track of mm-hmm. and uh and i i will forget to reward a Benny for something creative or original that a player comes up with. So at the beginning of every campaign, you know, we do the sort of, you know, standard, like, here's how we're going to play. This is what, what to expect. I always remind my players uh, at the beginning of the campaign, at the beginning of every session that they can nominate each other for Benny's when they think one of their, you know, fellow players has done something creative, you know, or whatever. So, uh, so can they, I let my players nominate themselves. Like, like, oh yeah, yeah. They can like if they, they can straight yeah. up hold their hand out while they do the thing that screws them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, the, the only reason why I say they can nominate each other is because sometimes even a player might not think of it, or they might feel gotcha. kind of shy about you know begging for a Benny kind of a thing. And That's so awesome. I, I, I empower the rest of the players to say, no, no, that was cool. He should get a Benny for that. Well, and that you also know. will translate to teamwork among the characters as well as the players. Yeah. I haven't seen that much, but I could totally see where that would come in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That Absolutely. is mm-hmm. The other cool thing I've heard, uh, what Jared Gunning has talked about on several occasions where he actually does the fate compel thing where he mm-hmm. will actually give a GM Benny, um, to compel somebody to do something that would be against their best interest, but you know, typically associated with their hindrance. I do that as well. Right. Yep. Okay. That's a good piece of advice actually. Um, and that is definitely straight from fate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought that was really um, cool. Yeah, no, that that's a neat one. And that's to help the GM. For me, that's the GM kind of reminding the player, hey, you have this hindrance. Let's use this hindrance. And if you're not using it, you're going to need to buy that sucker off with a with an, with a, a a level up. So right. right. That's kind of that's kind of a thing that a conversation you may need to have because there's a mechanic for that in Savage Worlds yeah. if you want to get rid of a hindrance. Now, now, do you because what Jared does also is that the person the person refuses. 
then they have to pay a Benny? Do I don't do, do that, that because if they refuse too often, I make them spend in advance to get rid of the hindrance because clearly they don't okay. have it. Okay. A hindrance that doesn't hinder you is not a hindrance. Right, right. So so I guess I'm a little harsher in that respect, but not as harsh because there's no pay at the time. Right, right. I just kind of keep track of it. And if it feels like they're constantly saying, oh, no, I wouldn't do that, then you don't have that hindrance. Let's find a hindrance that you do have. Right. And I, and I think and there's probably maybe another uh, another uh, episode where we can talk about hindrances in terms of agreeing, you know, GMs and players agreeing on the understanding of what that hindrance hindrance means. I think this episode is going to give birth to some other episodes. I think so. Absolutely. I think so. We're getting some think, ideas out of this. I think this. we might talk about <laughs> theme next. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything you think we've missed? I don't think we've missed anything. We've kind of no, no. I, the only thing I could think of is if you're looking for themed bennies. Um, it's easy to sort of default to like, you know, game shops online and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But quite honestly, check out like, you know, party supply places. Um, a really good example, um, craft stores, uh, craft stores. Yeah. Um, uh, Scott does some foul W. Uh, he actually did a Hellfrost campaign. He had the little ice crystals, like acrylic ice crystals yeah. for Hellfrost, which I thought was really cool. Um, so you can find some really interesting things. I've, I've heard people using um, used uh, shells for military type games. Yep. And um, trying to think of what else. Uh, and yeah, the uh, gold doubloons for um, 50 fathoms or parts of the Spanish main. Um, I've for a while you couldn't walk 20 feet without running into like pirate stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. With parts so, of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yep. And, um, uh, another one I've seen is, uh, for things like Conan type things, uh, acrylic jewels, yep. like gems. You can use those. Uh, that, that's a fun, fun piece. Uh, I have a ste- uh, steampunk, um, a set of cards, which will again, we'll talk about themes in the f- in a future episode. But I have little uh, gears that I got at a craft store. They came in a pack of like twelve, and they're all different shapes and sizes. It was really cool. Oh so, yeah, the kind that you could put on like um, like on boxes, scrapbooking, or, yeah, and boxes. Yep, exactly, absolutely, exactly. Very cool. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, you should totally, uh, you know, if you have any questions about Benny's or you want to, you know, talk about this a little bit more, hit us up. Um, but I think we're done with this topic for now. Yeah. And you know what? If you want to show us your bennies, literally, uh, post them on the Google plus community. I'm sure everybody would love to see them. That's right. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for listening. Um, be sure to visit our website at savagebloggers.net, um, where we have all the, uh, the feeds and, uh, the YouTube channel subscription stuff. Everything is there. All the links you're going to need. And if you like our show, um, give us some support. Go to the Patreon page or click on that PayPal donation link on the website, um, which we would love to have because, you know, this thing ain't free. <laughs> it ain't expensive or we couldn't afford to do it, but it ain't free either. Right. Uh, whatever you do until next time, keep it fast, furious, and fun. Christian, thank you for being here with me. Thank you, Ron.